Hello and welcome to episode 56 of the Talking Wednesday podcast. I am back this week. Jake had a valiant effort on his own last week for the solo episode, but hopefully, even though I'm very busy and we, we, we'll be moving about for streams and stuff like that, yeah. I, I, I've made today a priority to get this in, even though it's a day late, it's going out on Wednesday, but the stream is happening, should be happening. Um, we're recording this podcast. The internet's been a bit dodgy lately, so I don't know if it will go out later, the stream. I probably won't be in this setup. I'll probably move things around a little bit for tonight's evening stream, but it should be it should be all a go on the channel. Just some housekeeping off the top there. But how's your week been, mate, Jake? Since we've last spoken, uh, we haven't spoken a fortnight. In fairness, no. Uh, last week was a bad one. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah. A lot of people saw it. I'm not going to go over it too much, but I love doing what I do, and the support I got from people was what you need when that kind of happens. And I'll be honest, the Doing the Rotherham game and then this game this week, there was a part of me that was like, I'm going to just not do it and have a week off. But I made a stronger stuff than that. The people on the internet say stuff. And I can take jives about me talking funny. I can take jives about how I speak. I can take jives about how I look. I can't take jives about something I can't control. Yeah, no, and I get it completely. That, 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 that's the thing for me. I can't control what my body does. It's what my body does. But apart from that, it's been good. Uh, and like I said before, we came on, on, I've been a jammy sod again and got a good deal on some So very happy. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to reiterate, reiterate a few things on that point. Like there's been some people that come through my channel and I, I ended up feeling partly responsible for the scheduling last week that you were ended up on your own on the podcast. Cause not only did you have the idiots on your channel, some of them came through on mine. And I just want to mm. say, if you've got, such a small mind that you're going to mock someone's disability or you're going to mock them for the sake of just mocking them because you've got nothing in your life and you're that bitter. You're not welcome here or anywhere else in the Wednesday community. Let's be honest. There was a rallying sort of like people coming around in our community and going, this is not what we want in the Wednesday fan base. Anyway, we're all Wednesday is a saying that loses its impact. If you will mock somebody in the fan base or, yeah, you know, when the people like say, Jake, you represent great people. You represent passionate fans. And just because they haven't got the bottle to show their yeah. face and they hide behind an anonymous account that was created like 11 hours ago just to agree with themselves and, and you know, have a, have a conversation chain going on there so they can agree with themselves in their own comment section. And we see it. We're not, we're not idiots. Yeah. Like, Also, why are you making two... I never got that whole thing of making. No, it's it's just it's just, a, it's just hilarious when they've they've done it in the last like it says account created eleven hours ago and you're like right okay you know you know the bit that they don't get though that this actually helped me YouTube wise because it pushed my video out further because you're commenting just, it and you're engaging. I just think people need to to keep themselves to the, right. There's there's yeah. some content that I just really don't vibe with. And it can, there's some YouTube creators that I watch and they make me cringe, right? Mm. Uh, but I li occasionally like some of the stuff they've got to talk about. So they do pop up on my algorithm, you know, they pick, pop yeah. up my feed. But I, and I, I'll watch something and I go, oh mate, I'm cringing, I'm cringing my ass off here. But what I don't do is go in the comment section of that person. They don't need that. Yeah. You know. I don't like EastEnders, so I don't watch it. It's just, it's all, it's all... People, people trying to have those cheap laughs and get those yeah. cheap laughs off of other people and trying to think that they're doing it through comedy and that they can they can do it that way. But do you know what, mate? It just shows that they aren't really 
they aren't really the people you want to have a chat with or be in yeah. your friendship group or be part of a community because they are bitter and they'll have a pop for the sake of having a pop. And it just, it did get, it got my back up a little bit because some well, of you them know were... why I started doing videos, don't you? I can't spell. So in the forums, I used to get stuff for my spelling. So yeah. I thought, I use my voice and stuff. You've so read you read our documents. So you thought, I can't speak either. So you thought I might as well yeah, just double down. Yeah, go for the double down, yeah. See, see, he's, he's, he's humoured about it. That's what I'm saying. Like, he doesn't, you just don't have to be an arse. Yeah. The people are just arses and it, it, in that respect. And it just, it frustrates me, mate. But no, um, obviously a lot of people are coming out to support you on that. Um, yeah. I, I will say you won't come through my channel because you like my content. Just Why would you think that you've got, oh, Dex, I like your stuff. Your stuff's great, but that guy's uh, what on what and calling you a name or something and something and something. Yeah. And I'm like... Jake's my mate. That's not going to work with me. That's that's going to make me think that I wouldn't want to chat to you because you judge somebody else that you don't know just because you've seen them, right? I understand, actually, to an extent, I understand if someone says, oh, I find that person a little bit annoying. You know, it doesn't really need to be commented, but I can get that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to be like, yeah. it's something, you know, I can understand that. Like, I would annoy a few people. You would annoy a few people. And if you come to someone's channel and you're like, oh, that person annoys me. I don't really enjoy their content. Sort of. Do you know what that would be for me in that situation, though? I, I understand the comment and I won't necessarily ban someone for a comment like that because I understand that, yeah. like, you know, but it's, it's, I just click off it. You know, there's yeah. no, there's no need for it. It's when, but it wasn't that this week. We've had that no. before, and you'll notice I let them comments sit, and I don't, I don't do anything, and I just sort of like go right, okay, fair enough. If this person, and also you actually, you actually notice sometimes if it's a comment about me, I make a joke about myself in the yeah. comment. <laughs> well, the point, the point was like I don't, I don't want it on my channel. You can enjoy my content all you want, but if you're gonna yeah. start throwing stuff at my, it's like, it's like. It's like going on Jake, and it's happened. People have gone yeah, and like people because because for some reason Jake. <laughs> I remember I went off on one once, and it really annoyed <laughs> quite a few people. And they went off onto your channel, and I ended up featuring in one of your videos, and they were all calling me a virtue signaler and all of that. And it was just like they do it, you know, because they've 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 found their little uh, eco chamber of hate, yeah. and they want they they want a, they they want that. So we've both been on. On the sides what, of what it. You, what you don't understand, a lot of you do this, is that we DM each other, we send each other stuff, and we giggle. Yeah, yeah but the funny, <laughs> the funny the funny, thing is, mate, though, the, 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 the sort of sad truth about it is all of that stuff is come from stuff that I've put out there. And even though, yeah, yeah. I didn't deserve the, the, some, of the, some of the comments. No, you didn't. That was, stuff that, that was stuff that I was putting myself out there and probably reacting to more stuff that I said. But with you, when they mock your disability... That's where I draw the line completely yeah. because that's something you can't control, right? Yeah. Exactly. And and why should you not have a voice or be able to speak about something you're passionate about just because it doesn't fit with someone's convention of normality and what mm. they they want to see representing the club in very very big inverted commas? Because let's be honest, how well are they representing the club if they're going to spout off that hate? Because we're not representing the club. We're two fans of the club talking about the club, right? If we were get off your high club, horse, do you think do you think we might have been able to get some interview by now? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's been there's been ones in the pipeline, but yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. I mean, even if you represent the club, you don't. There's only one one source of the club, and it's the club. Like with that Palmer yeah. and Hutchinson video, which we were going to put in this, by the way, but I don't think we're going to fit it in. There's quite a lot to talk about this week. We've uh, got a summer that we can digest that where we're going to be quite downtown, so we'll be able to put it in then. 
True. Um, but yeah, let's get into the housekeeping first. So I've not said how my week's been, but my week has just been, I've been out. I went to Chester Zoo this week. Uh, I'm going around doing different things this week. I'm just I'm just having a little bit of time I, to myself. As Dex has met my missus now, I'm not going to say what she said, because you can imagine what her comment was. <laughs> that's just, that's probably just rude, isn't it? It's probably yes. just uncalled for. God damn it. Um, <laughs> we've got three new reviews this week. Ooh. So, uh, they all came... Oh, no, they came before you got the hate, so fair enough. Uh-huh. I mean, if they came around the time, I was going to say, Jake, can you get hate every week? Yeah, <laughs> so, so these have all come on Podchaser. The first one is from Joe, leaves us five stars and says, brilliant podcast, great way to keep up to date with current news and transfer speculation. Thank you very much, Joe. The next one is from Will Renwick, who leaves us five stars and says, one year old and getting better and better each week. Thank you guys for all your efforts and hard work. It is appreciated. The time, effort and energy required to do this weekly isn't underestimated. This is a must listen each week. I might even venture into that newfangled technology and watch an episode. Great idea with the community. It's what makes this club great. Thanks, guys. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much, Will. Probably a voice we've never really heard from because on the audio side, you know, so it doesn't even come onto yeah. the YouTube side and go onto that. So it is nice to know that our audio listeners, you're there, and it's great to hear from you occasionally. Thank you, Will. And the last one. Is from US Owl 1985, leaves us five star, obviously, and says, Brilliant podcast, keeping us Wednesday faithful, up to date, funny hosts with good chemistry. We're all Wednesday, aren't we? Thank you so much for that, US Owl 1985. It's lovely Appreciate to read that. some reviews again. Uh, if you've not yes. done that, as you can see, it's very easy. Podchaser is the easiest one to do if you're not tied to a podcast platform. Apple Podcasts also available. And Spotify, you can leave the five stars. So if you'd like to help us without contributing anything financially, uh, it doesn't cost you anything. Just go leave us a review. But if you would like it to cost you something, go to YouTube, click the join button and become a member. I think that's all the plug-in for this week, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah pretty good. Cool. Excellent. So we are going to start the Talking Wednesday podcast this week with a writing from the Discord from Maple Leaf, who says, You wake up tomorrow and you are both called outside to get into a limousine. Despite your hesitations, you climb into the back seat and are whisked away and told by the driver to help yourself to refreshments. As you gulp down champagne and swizzle sticks, you arrive and are escorted to a large room and sat in front of microphones. The lights suddenly turn on and you are introduced as the new chairmans of the EFL. And the first question is lobbied at you. Congratulations, Dex and Jake. Now that you are in charge, what plans do you intend to make how do you answer my first one would be oh mm, what am i doing here what what is this all about and my second one would be um i'll pass this to my good colleague dex no i i think it would be we plan to try and make football a little bit more inclusive we plan to make it so we can make it that it's more affordable for fans to go see football which it currently isn't Let's be honest, it's getting harder and harder to support clubs. And I think we find try and find a way of getting the football club back to their communities and to, back to the grassroots where it all starts. Yeah, no, that's a very serious answer. First, my first reaction would be I've got I've got appetizers all down myself because it was really dark in that limousine. <laughs> you could have given me a heads up, guys. The lights are on. Uh I'm wearing jogging bottoms for Christ's sake. Um Oh, don't we have to stop it? Derby County ringing. We'll just be one minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, not them again. Jesus Christ. Wickham won how much? Um, no, the. I think it would be... Yeah, just 
just I I would scrap. I'd be like, I'm scrapping FFP. Yeah, and we're we're scrapping FFP and doing more of a uh, a funds check on owners. It, it, and it, chan- and making, it, it chance theory behind us putting his hand on our shoulder, going, "Hey, lads!" It would genuinely <laughs> be a case of owners having to sign their responsibility to the clubs rather than yeah. some system that benefits some clubs that gamble and some that don't. Okay, um, so I would I would introduce a new system that meant that if the owners can spend, let them spend, but they've got to fully be able to back the club and put the money up front. Yeah. Definitely. That would be uh, my new system for overspending in the EFL, because if that had happened with Wednesday, we'd have been fine. Yeah, pretty much. And yes, there's probably a bit of that in there, but it's the rules were counterproductive to a lot of sides that had the money to spend and it just didn't let them spend it. And I and you argue, but oh, it stops clubs going out of business, but it hasn't. No, more clubs have gone out. More of clubs business. have gone out of business. So there's that. Because if you put start putting the points deductions in as well, then clubs go down and they lose even more and, revenue. And, and also, if you gave gave also our point deduction when we were meant to have it, we'd still be in the championship. Yes, exactly. I keep forgetting you've got your dog behind. You can't see him on camera, but like he's just chilling on the sofa. He's asleep. <laughs> He does appear is to that, be asleep. At least he's not licking his region anymore. That was... Uh, yeah, that's I was true. like, is that on camera? Because I don't think we could put that on uh, on the internet. Right, so Sheffield Wednesday... is just there. Oh, you can just see his ears, can you? Lovely. Yeah. So, this week, Sheffield Wednesday, you've had two matches since we've last spoke to you. Another one coming up. One was pretty good against Wigan Athletic. We were, about, we were doing the stream of that. It was yeah. a match where Wednesday appeared all in control. There was a couple of occasions that were a little bit... Squeaky bum, weren't they? They were they were where we could have. But Wednesday generally in control in that one. What were your general thoughts on it? A one nil win? We play some okay football considering how we recently have been umming on with our def- defence has been until we sort it out. And the defence now looks really solid, even though we've lost other defenders. Yeah. I think we're lacking now it's just golf going. Because obviously, yeah. We, we're playing some good football and we're passing it around. And the problem, the problem is, we're starting to get back to that kind of thing we did in the championship, where we're going from distance a lot. A lot of it coming from distance. But the nice thing is, because our strikers are not clicking at the minute, the midfield is getting goals, and it's looking. And how much is it so nice to say, "Oh, Byers is our player. He's been a breath of fresh air." Yeah, definitely. He really he's, he's, has. He, he got the opportunity to step up, didn't he? And he he, he yeah. took that opportunity, and he's he's sitting into that midfield three quite nicely. And it's it's nice to have options there. Wing was it, potentially the, the option of Wing going in ahead of him was potentially holding him back, and now he's been able to step through. Now Wing Wing's gone, and it's. I did say at the time I was on the camp of like we we've got as long as we don't get injuries, we have got players that can step up. Wing's not a necessity, and buyers coming through kind of like not to pat myself on the back is just an example of let the players we've got flourish a little bit. I'm not even sure uh, Wink started yet uh, at Wickham kind of thing. Fair I don't enough. think he's played yet. So, but it was good. It was good to see what happens. We had some grief from Wigan fans about the penalty. It is soft. I'll give it that. It was soft, but if it you was, put your leg out, you know, it's you going to go over. I kind of forgive it in real time because when I watched it in real time, it looked like there it was looked, con- it looked like your textbook yeah. penalty. And I have looked at it back, and I was like, "Oh, he does look for it here." But I got fooled on the on the first watch, so the ref would as well because there is yeah. it is it is technically a penalty. 
In VAR, you watch that back, there's contact and he goes over the leg. Was he looking for it? Yes. But that's why it was a textbook penalty, because the defender leaves the leg in and Luongo goes over the leg and it stops the goal-scoring opportunity. And by the classification, that is a penalty. So yeah. I don't. I, what I did see was a, a lot of Wigan's fans going, we didn't deserve anything out of that anyway. So yeah. it makes sense. But there were obviously a few, and a few in my chat going, You've cheated, you've cheated, you've cheated. And I was like, yes, but we did everything but score in that match. So the fact that we got the penalty was our bloody way of scoring because we did, we were on top in that match. Also, we, we, we stopped them also- having, they only had one shot on target in that match. Wigan. Yes. We will also mention the Sheffield Wednesday Wigan players showed you how to treat a cat nicely and properly. Yes. Uh, the cat came on, lovely. It called Topsy. Uh, if you don't know, uh, the club tweeted it as well. There is a GoFundMe because it's got a lot of better bills. That is very expensive. Uh, I think it's only been up since two or three days and they've only got five grand. And they need well, they're ten. sorted then, aren't they? They need 10. Yeah, they need 10. Yeah, because it's got some brain injuries or something or that, that measure, which... It's been missing for seven months and I kind of understand it, but it shows you how much when they have rallied round and gone, you're our cat now. Because <laughs> a lot of people said they can't need to come back to games. <laughs> yeah, has it gone back to the owner then? Because the owner lost, yes. yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, glad it's been claimed, but it could have very easily just became the club's cat and lived in the stands and had like a little <laughs> You home. nearly said something completely different there. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say there, to be honest. My mouth just made, made a sound. A noise. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Rotherham then, because I guess we've kind of got to. Yeah. Jake, would you uh, use the word battered? Yes, again, I would. And, and because get some stick in the chat. I will use the word battered because their own manager said, we battered them. No, and all the way around. He said, they battered us. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. You know Paul, I mean. Paul uh, Warren, by the way, I'm just saying a credit to Rotherham, says it how it is. Yeah. I do like, a lot of Wente fans don't like it. I do like Paul Warren as a manager. I think he's well, very... Well, well, when we Go got on. relegated last season instead of Derby, he was quite gracious. He was kind of gutted we went down instead of Derby, and that stuck yeah. with me at the time. Yeah. You know. I, he's one of those ones I'd love to see what he could do with another club, but I think he's that in the in the picture with Rotherham in terms of how long he's been there. He knows the club. He knows the finance. It's good, good to see. But another situation where, you know, our two top scorers are watching that, you're going, uh, could you be on the pitch? Because you put a wind after Gregory, we win that. Right. We had Before 15 we did shots. everything but score. We had 15 shots, but only six of them were on target. And that is the that is the, the state of our finishing at the minute. Yeah. They had nine shots. A lot of those were from distance and block shots. Two of them were on target and they scored both of their shots on target. Right. And so- we'll talk about the corner situation. Yeah. Wasn't a corner, but you still got to defend them even if it comes in. Yeah, true. But I did say at the time, that's not a corner no, and they're going to score. No, I, I know you did. I, I, I nearly tweeted you back going, you jinked it. Well, it's obvious though, because we yeah. we, we've been conceding from corners this season. It was a corner that has felt a little bit unjust. That was in the writing to be Rotherham's first goal. Right? I, got, I, I also want to tell what was Patterson doing? He was trying to do the matrix to put your body in front of it. Right. It's just, we... I've been saying it for far too long. We're too reliant on Gregory and no other striker is able to step yep. up. Okay. And Come on, Berahino. Right, that's what I want to talk about because a lot of people have been saying, is it time for Berahino to get a run? Berahino had a small runner, I remember, and he wasn't too impressive, right? 
I'm willing to give I'm, him another one in this situation because it's uh, if it's either him or Patterson up top, for me, it's Berahino. Just Berahino, give him a try yeah. because Patterson does offer us more. You know, he can bring players into the game and he does offer that physicality in there. But Canberra's always offside. Yeah, Put Canberra and Berahino up there, okay, for me. Or Patterson behind Berahino. I did absolutely love Patterson, though, in that game, knowing it's a derby just barging players off the ball and like it's a derby What's well, don't get me wrong and don't then, get me wrong I, I I think he's in the squad Patterson Patterson is a good player yes he's just not got the first touch to be a striker yeah unfortunately in, it's a shame because when he first came he was actually doing quite well mm. in that kind of position but but I've always said his first touch has been bad and it's very he just he, when he tries to take the weight off the ball sometimes and that's okay right because he's got other assets to his game but when it's a quick move and the ball's getting lobbed at him at speed his mm. touch tends to be too heavy and then he's he's behind the ball and we lose possession and we can't we can't capitalize on that you need a striker's touch and a striker's finish i think we nearly we nearly had it near the end with mendes lang he had a great opportunity yeah he just needed but to bend it the, 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 the whole the whole talking point of this game was the pitch that pitch looks dreadful i don't yeah, know what i think what's people are forgetting happened. the fact that it, there's been a storm and it's been chucking it down <laughs> yeah but it's, it, i i i said that as well in a tweet saying look the pitch is the same for both sides and we be, we played a lot of home games so it's bound to get a bit battered but it did look bad. I hope I hope it's a little bit better tonight, but the weather forecast isn't much better at the minute. It's still blowing a gale. It's still wet. Yeah. Uh, even Darren Moore said he wants to find out why that happened and he's going to launch another investigation. He does like his investigation, Darren Moore. <laughs> it's like well, he wants it, to be a crime novelist. It might just be the drainage. It could be anything with it. We'll have to find out. But it was... But, uh, I was just surprised we didn't get any injuries because you slipped and you... Still's getting stuck in the mud. Yeah. The fact that we lost that and we didn't deserve to lose it, I, I said I was still really proud of that performance. Yeah. We went against the top. This is a Rotherham team that no league won. Yeah. They know if they play ugly, they win. They know how to get a result. And I'm not taking anything away from their result, apart from the fact that Wednesday, in this occasion, I wasn't bothered, right? And please... and. I, it's like even the club started calling it a derby. I've never, I'm not trying to be not argumentative. Derby. I've never seen it as a derby, right? There's two derbies. There's one derby, if you've been really specific, it's the Steel City derby. Yeah. I kind of see Leeds as a pretty, pretty yeah. interesting one as well. That's always been the two for me, right? But like, I, did, I don't know. It's, there was a lot of that around this game. And obviously, I think it's because we're, it's our only, it's our closest thing to a derby in this league. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, I think Rotherham are perfect as a promotion side and Paul Warren is getting them the results that he needs to get them and they are going to do, they're doing very well this season. Wednesday, however, in the past few matches have been absolutely excellent and done everything but finish their dinner. And that is what yeah. needs to come in. We need to start taking our chances now because we can't dominate games, dominate, you know, passing movement, getting those chances in there, have loads of shots if we can't finish. Well, that's been our issue for the last two or three seasons. Yeah, I know, mate, but it's no good us even saying that now because we've got the strikers in there. They're just injured. You know, we've got Gregory yeah. in there. Who was, we've got Windass who can score goals and they're both injured. And Berahino, that's the problem. in theory, should be ripping this league apart on Wait, paper. I think he's a confidence player, though. So you need you need him to, to be Darren think, Moore's, you are my I guy, think, I think. I think he's a confidence player. And Darren Moore said this week that 
he come from a league that's not that physical of League One. He get put off. He need to. He, and he said he's starting to come back to being that player that he had at West Brom. Well, if that's the case, we need it now. Right, here's the thing. If he wants a new contract, he's got to start firing him. If he can get, like, eight goals, and those eight goals are the difference to us getting promoted, I'd give him another year. <laughs> you, need you, know? do, you need to do what Windath did. Windath came straight in, organ plays in, he made a huge difference. Yeah. Windass is I just a he... cut above. He's... he's... He's bloody good, is Windass, actually. Like, I didn't realise how... Because, you know, last season he was scoring goals, but obviously he was out for a while as well. Yeah. I didn't realise how bloody good Josh Windass actually is. Like, the speed, it is just... is The shots he tries. He wouldn't... With better goalkeeping position, he wouldn't always score those shots, but the, he, no. he drives them low and into the corner. He doesn't put a lot of power on him, but he bends them into the corner, and he's just... He's a bloody good striker. We need him fit. That's the issue. Yep. We wouldn't be here if he were fit, I don't think, because he, he is a cut above at the minute. But then again, if we had our back for the start of the season and wind up it, I think we're doing a rubber. Maybe, but we had to, you got you got to talk about having time to gel as well. But yeah, you think about it, I offers out, I offers back on grass now. Yep. We've got Dumbly we coming back, Gibson we, our, back. Our injured eleven is uh, is interesting. Right. Let's talk about the rest of League One, these uh this past weekend anyway. So Plymouth beat Shrewsbury 1-0 at home. Burton drew 2-0 with Cambridge. Oxford lost to Bolton 3-2 that match. Big one. AFC yeah. Wimbledon and Sunderland drew one all despite AFC Wimbledon getting a red card. Morecambe and Gillingham were one all. Accrington Stanley beat Crew 4-1. So that's uh, going to be interesting. Cheltenham beat Fleetwood 2-0. Portsmouth beat Doncaster 4-0. Doncaster are going down, aren't they? Um... Lincoln and Wickham drew one all. Wigan beat Charlton 2-1. MK Dons drew with Ipswich Town 0-0. And obviously Rotherham beat Wednesday. But we will see how the midweek matches go in this league. Yep. Going into the news. Quote, I could definitely go somewhere else. This is from, end quote, this is from the 72.co.uk. Sheffield Wednesday's Massimo Luongo opens up about contract uh limbo so uh, this week we've been hearing we've heard a little bit before about Massimo Luongo and the talk about him being able to play for somewhere else but yeah this is taken from the article it says Sheffield Wednesday midfielder Luongo is unsure of his future at Hillsborough revealing he and a few others are in the same situation speaking with FTBL the Sheffield Wednesday midfielder revealed a few players have opened talks over new deals, but he said he remains in limbo over his long-term future. He went on to add that he could definitely go somewhere else, but insisted he wants to remain settled and comfortable at a club. Here's what he had to say. Quote, A few players have started contract talks in the past month because they want to know what they're doing next season. I've asked the question, but they're still in limbo with it all. There's me and a few others in the same situation. I'm at a good age, I'm playing, and I'm playing well. I'm not worried because I could definitely go somewhere else, but it would be nice to stay at a club where you're comfortable and you still have ambitions. But right now, I don't know what's going on with my future. I'm just trying to enjoy and get the most out of every game, end quote. I am a bit concerned that he's not mentioning that I'd like to stay at this club specifically, <laughs> in, yeah. in all of that. Um... I think I think it's actually very smart media savvy tactic by him because it's like I do want to stay somewhere and be settled, but at the same time, I think we've got a situation. There's a couple of players. I think we've got seven players who are out of contract at the end of the season. I think, and if that's the case, 
some of them, it could be, it depends what league we're in before we start doing it. Luongo, doesn't matter if we're in the Championship or League One, I want him at the club. I want to give him a new deal. He's his injury record, it. though, Matt. Like, that's the thing. I understand why the club would sit on it, though, because, yes, he's been quality. Of course he has. But we've, there's been, it's been about three matches, three, four matches, yeah. you know, like, and we've having to rest him. And we're having to rest a player that, because he can't play two games a week at the minute with his mm. physicality. That's He talks about being at a good age and being good. He's, what, 28? Yes, Luongo? I believe. And we're having to rest him every other game. So I could understand... I've got do you, remember, do you remember Ledley King back in the day? Ledley King at first, he could not do a week in, week out because his knee was that just, it would just go. He would have to do one week off, one week playing, one week off, one week playing. And it feels a bit like that with Matt at the minute. Yeah, he's 29. He's 29. At 29, you shouldn't be having one week out. Oh, you know what I mean? To be fair, if he's 29, then I'll definitely say if, if we can't get, we need to get someone in for that position. Maybe we've got some youngsters because, if you'd notice, starting to play Brennan in a midfield role instead of a defensive role because he keeps taking Bannon off. And when Bannon goes off, Luongo switches to Bannon and Brennan goes into the other position. So maybe there's a maybe there's a, there's, there's, a, there's a sort of like a, a another thought in there about when we move him around because yeah. I think I think at the minute we're we're looking at options because playing him every other game. Is only going to get you so far when you really need him, I think. Yeah. But I do think he could be the difference in a playoff final or a playoff semi-final. You know, he could be one of those players that comes in and makes all the difference for us. So keeping him fit has got to be the priority this season. I would give him another year, but it depends on money. Yeah. It's, oh. Go on. We are allowed to do transfers in the summer now. It has been revealed this week that Chancery said we can spend money again. Yeah. So that might make a big difference in what we're having to do contract talk wise. I think I do, I, I do think uh, going off what I've just said, I might have been, it's just because the few games, but you look at a player of that quality, you, another year's not really going to hurt you, is it? No. You know, because he's, and if he gets another, you've kind of got, yeah, you got to roll the dice on it. Because if he gets another big injury, then you go, all right, well, we've wasted a year there. We might get a few months out. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the the question around it comes if he wants a bigger contract than a year. Say he want well, I'm 29 now. I want, and he's talking about wanting to feel settled at a club. That to me sounds like he wants a two plus year deal. Right. Would you, would you give him, the, uh, would you say, here's a year deal and there's an option of another year if you can play so many games? Yes, I would, 100%. I'd give him a year and say, if you can play at least 20 games this season, which is which is low, considering, like, I think there's 45-odd in uh, the the in League One or in the Championship, there's yeah. similar. Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly. But uh, if you can play at least half of the games you get another year i think that's that's perfectly reasonable and i think that's something I, that i would be happy to offer him a year with a with a con with a games played contract extension in there but you remember we did that with hutch at one point when hutch was bad, getting badly injured we get we said to hutch you can stay fit you can stay we'll give you that extra year and we did we had a lot of deals like that when we were seeing players leave when we had that mass exodus of players because they all had weird little contract things that said 
play this many games, you get this. You play this many games, you get this. It's, it was the reasons at one point we were all talking about, uh, it was either Fourth area or one of them who had a, a something, if they played so many games, they got paid something. I can't remember who it was, but there was a player who I remember a, this, and it's doing me nothing now. Was it Medine? Yeah, I think it might have been. Was it Medine? Because there was some, there was something like a clause in his contract where if he'd have scored one more goal or done something else, yeah, that he'd have got a bonus, and we we kept benching. I remember that. I do remember that. Was it Medine? It might have been. Who well, was it? Uh, let us know in the comment section if you remember. I I do vague. I vaguely remember that being a thing and just going, oh Jesus Christ, Wednesday. But yeah. Um, I, I'd I'd give him that deal, and yeah. we'll watch him say that he'll tear his, his he'll tear something tonight. Now I've said that, and uh, but yeah, we just got to monitor him. You know, that's yeah. the thing about Massimo Luongo. He's a very well, good player. He just can't on, didn't keep he fit. play against Rotherham? He played against Rotherham, didn't he? Yeah. So if he played against Rotherham, he may not play tonight. That's the and that and there is everything we're saying. You yeah. know. I know that's about protecting the player and he probably could play it all and we don't want him to get injured, but we'll have to, it's a kind of a must win tonight though in a lot of ways. So I'm dating this. This is if this is a breakout, Accrington Stanley, we probably lost knowing Wednesdays. And Addy Owen probably God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ. Yes, give uh, Luongo a new deal. Let us know what you think in the comments. Okay, next bit of news. Sheffield Wednesday owner Desh Franchanseri breaks his silence on the takeover rumours. This is from the Examiner Live. So Chancery has been doing a press conference with the Radio Sheffield star Examiner Live. I think they've been the ones that have been yeah. in the room virtually this week. I don't know if it was actually in person. I don't know. Um, this is from the article. Sheffield Wednesday owner Chancery has revealed he has no intention of selling the League One club. Rumours has been rife on social media linking former Ranger... Rangers shareholders Sandy and James Easdale with a possible takeover of the Owls. The Greenock businessmen are said to have expressed an interest in buying the troubled championship club Derby County last year. The Scottish brothers, who have businesses worth £750 million, were involved in a consortium backed by money in Malaysia. Um, talking more about Derby and Derby and Derby... But speaking to the media, Chancery said, I don't know who has spoken about a takeover, but also many people have contacted us. It happens all the time. People think it's easy to buy or sell a club and some think they are real brokers, but they could be anyone. I think it's easy to make commissions. It happens at, all the time with many clubs, not just Sheffield Wednesday. Anyone can contact a club and ask if it is for sale and what is the price. They make contact with the intention of telling others a price to try and make money for themselves. These people do not represent serious investors. Of course, some investors are serious. Ever since I've been at the club, there have been investors contact me. And I've always said, I have no intention of selling the club. But if you want to offer, then offer. If I get an offer I can't refuse, then maybe I'll think about it. I have no intention to sell Sheffield Wednesday. But in future, who knows? End quote. Now, we obviously have talked about this quite a yeah. bit because the word was... The quite reliable words were that 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 sort of reluctance to sell was becoming more and more sort of like I w if I get the right offer and it was coming round that way and we had heard that people had come and were talking to him and it was becoming much more of a thing that could have traction, right? Yeah, we did say at the time 
that he, he'll, he'll want to get some money out of it and he'll want a good deal out of it, you know? And uh, it's good for to hear him come out and talk about it. It's something that we were saying at the time. We need to we need to know what the situation is, but it is good to see that we were on the sort of right lines about the certain people that were... We've, we'd heard another approach as well, but, like, this approach... It is very common. We said at the time, people can come and they can, uh, they can they can ask about it and see all of that. What is interesting is, I swear you've made this up. You've started this. <laughs> the quote, right, uh, quote. I will actually say, I will say this because I read this as like, I've said this so many times. Yeah, I think you've, I, I, I think I, you've I got, started I got, this. I got this from the Athletic article. All right. Okay. Fair enough. So, but you're well, yeah, the one that's... But we, because, but we because do, we, because, but we because do we, know... I, we do know uh, Atty watches. I was going to say, so he's gone, 250 million, uh, dad. And he's like, no, <laughs> what's he on about now? Uh, but yeah, the quote from the article is, I've been told by some, uh, I have been told that some people have said before that nobody wants to buy the club because I want 150 million, but I don't know where that's come from. And end quote. And I just read that and I was like, Jake, but I yeah, yeah, again, he did deny originally in that, that athletic when they did that big deep dive. He did quite deny quite a lot of it, didn't he? Even though some of it seemed to add up, and ex players were interviewed as part of that. So you can't take uh, this as a hundred percent as as gospel, but it is more of a case of he's gone from saying he'll never sell the club to sort of like going, well, I will if there's a, the, the the offers in there, and you know how quickly let's, that changes let's also in business. Remember, we had a pandemic, and yes. we don't know what his businesses has been hit with, and all that lot in terms of what cash flow is. But I personally think we have to praise Chancery this season for letting Darren bring in the people he wanted to bring in, bringing in the players he wanted to bring in, and just let Darren do it and not be talking about the chairman constantly. Because we had a season where we were just constantly speaking about Chancery, this, Chancery, that, saying yeah. stuff. And it's just letting got on with it. They talk regularly. Um, and it, the other thing that you've got is like Darren, uh, Darren, not Darren, Chancery turned around this week and said, we can spend money in the summer, but it doesn't mean that we're going to spend silly money. I've done that already. And it didn't work. So we are going to be able to spend money, but we'll still be quite smart with where we put the money, where we invest. Yeah. And this for me is an owner that has gone, I've learned my lesson from previous. I'm not going to overspend. We, I've got a manager who can find diamonds of players for nothing. And it, it, we got a very good recruitment team. This is the thing that people don't give us credit for. Our recruitment team is actually very good. Uh, Steve Bruce, when he brought him in, credit to the man when he brought him in, rest of his stuff he can sod off. Good luck at West Brom, not. But we got this situation where we have a chairman who's learning now. He got the people in place. He's doing all the right things. We said we wanted a chairman that's in the background. Well, what have we had this season? a chairman in the background. Well, let's link and that into all- it, the Darren Moore stuff then, because what you're saying there, there's some great stuff there, Jake, but I want to link, we were going to do this as separate topics, but it kind of one and the same, that he has pretty much said that Darren Moore's here to stay, he's got my full support sort of thing, without, but not the, the club statement, full support statement. He sort of said that... You mean you know, we didn't put a corner flag out? No, exactly. When we... Uh, oh, do you remember that one where... Dave Jones had Milan's full support and he was there yeah. and he, there was a picture of him in the middle of the the crowd sort of like smiling like this just in, in the I just always remember that and going and then he was sat shortly after but the for me I think this is just basically saying 
stop putting pressure on the manager, come together as one. I've made yeah. my mind up on this one. I've learned from a lot of chopping and changing and bad apples in the past. He's looking at the bigger picture of, okay, so these are our injuries. He's not been able to spend any money and he's still getting this result. Yes, I'd like to be top two and I'd like to get us easily promoted. But he's actually, from a footballing noise now, he's looking at the bigger picture of, mm, hang on, injury, 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 injury. Can't spend any money. He's brought these diamonds in the rough out, like you've said. He's just found these absolute gems because his links in the game. At this stage of Sheffield Wednesday's career, it'd be idiotic to get rid of Darren Moore. And that will annoy quite a few fans, again, who who can't see that. And we people do say, I can't believe you're still defending him sort of thing. And I think they've shut up this past run. And I'm sure the Rotherham thing will have brought back. a few back out. Yeah, exactly. But he, looking at what he's had to work with and what he's done, I think he's... I think he's doing a solid job and you wouldn't see anybody else to replace him with, especially now the managers that I thought could have come in in, in that period, you know, where yeah. I said, well, maybe if he has a few bad results, somebody else comes in, they've got jobs again now. So yeah. I think for me, Darren Moore is is the man to give it a bloody good go with. And I think with Moore, you've got a manager that gets the club. He gets the culture of Sheffield Wednesday. He gets that we're a big club. Mm-hmm. And I... I, I always think if, and I don't know if this is true, but I did hear that Darren Moore was on the shortlist when we got Pulis in. There was talk about Darren Moore around, but he was on Darren the Darren Moore would have kept us up. Yeah, I was going to say, he would have kept us up. That's what I was going to say. We would have still been the championship club yeah. if we didn't have that whole thing. Yes, and I think we're coming up to close to a year of Darren Moore being at Wednesday soon, actually. I think we hired him in March, didn't we? I know, I know, I can see a comment right now, but Darren Moore didn't keep us up. No, but he'd have had those extra games where Tony Pulis just lost them all and 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 lost the whole dressing room and disrupted so much. Darren Moore could have used that as his bedding in period. And those last few games, where Darren Moore did actually have control of the team, they could have been bloody wins. You know that fight that we were in there, that fight we showed at Derby at the la- in the last day, yeah. that sort of thing. You know that could have set in earlier, and Wednesday could have kicked on and stayed up. I will say the one thing I do have with Darren Moore is something that I got told by Donny fans as well. He does lack a plan B at times. Oh, we've said there this. Is sometimes, uh, and I I think he kind of is looking a little bit better with trying yeah. to change things up. But then you look at the injuries. Where is his plan B? They're all in Well, the that's the thing. Room. You know, when I have seen us having a fully fit squad and the bench looks like, oh, there's a couple of good players. He makes the right subs. Yeah. But it's the ones where you, <laughs> it's the ones where you go, you look at the bench and you go, oh. And then he made, then, then the fans go, why has he made that sub there and that sub there? I was like, have you seen the bench? We the one can't I do keep anything. Finding, the one I keep finding funny is when people go, why is he taking Langer? Because he's our best player. We want to keep him as fit as possible. Yeah. No, definitely. Like, it's also like, why is he not starting Lang? Why is this not? Why is this not? And you're like, it, it, Lang is literally between us and getting the playoffs at the minute. His form. We need to keep him fit. It's like Luongo and Lang. We pretty much should be taking them off the pitch and wrapping them in in bubble wrap and cotton wool, right? You know, you know those like uh, training uh, things they wear after games on the leg to like make sure that you rest them easily. They should just live in them until they yeah. come back. <laughs> they, we definitely need that. The priority is to keep them fit. It's great to hear Chancery yeah. come out, support the manager, address some of the takeover stuff. Let us know what you think if uh, Darren Moore. Is the man to be supported by Chancery? Would you have preferred Chancery to sell, or does it look like a club with a plan, more so of a plan now? Maybe that would That's be. That's nice. a good point because we have always said we look like a club with no rudder. 
Exactly. And now it seems like he's learning from that and we're getting a bit of a plan. Mm. Is your dog all right? He was just chomping at the air and now he appears to be very... He's very... He's very... He's just chilled. Fair enough. He sneeze in a minute because he does sneeze when he's on his back. Fair enough. So Darren Moore has been talking a lot this week. This is uh, mainly taken from the club's website because we've been, they, they live tweeted pretty much his entire... Sorry, it's from the club's Twitter because he was live tweeting an injury update. He promised us one. He's given us one. So he said... We've got enough of them phone updates, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. He said, <laughs> Dominic, Eofer and Lewis Gibson are making good progress and they are back at the training ground amongst the other lads. We feel Gibson is ahead of Iorfa, but I'll have more detail next week to know when they can be both back in the plane in the first team. Both players are in good nick in terms of their recovery. Um, so that's then two players there. Big difference yep. there. Centre-backs coming in, give us an option. Iorfa would be quality to bring back in. In time, you know, and he did sign a new deal, didn't he? So yep. we need to make sure he can actually, we can actually utilise him in that deal. Lewis Gibson, however, we want to see more of him. He's actually quite good on Football Manager. I've been playing a bit of Football Manager this week. I got Wednesday. He's very, he's, he's very good on FIFA as well. He progresses well. Is he? Like, yeah. I've, I, I, uh, I got us promoted from League One on Football Manager, just saying. Well done. And, uh, and, Get your CV ready. We're currently second in the championship on our first season, but, but I am... I have got like five lone players and I'm sort of like winging it. And I'm like, if it, if I don't make playoffs this season, next season's re I'm gambling a bit, you know, because I'm like, it's going to be due a rebuild here because there's some players. Canberry's quite good as well, right? Yeah. Canberry, I've got him on an option. I loaned him again for one more year from St. Gallen, but I've yeah. got a 200K buy clause in there if I want That's him at the end bad. of the season. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, he's pretty good as well. As you play him as an inverted winger, he cuts across well. And does it? Does he? Does he keep on side? He, well, I don't play him as a striker, so he can't. He ah, can't, there you he, go. He's got. He hasn't got that freedom too much now. Um, by the Gre way, Gregory scored twenty four goals for me in League by the One. Way, just we saying. are joshing, and if you ever want to come on, brilliant. But please downside. Please stay <laughs> outside. Annoying when we watch it. Um, no, but it's great. I'm really enjoying Football Manager, actually. I'm getting trying to get back into it. It's just having the time. I don't really have time to do it because I've been moving yeah. about and doing a bit of travel. Like when you're sat and you're like, oh, I've got a few hours to just chill. You know, just you put that on and then all of a sudden it's bedtime. But uh, <laughs> I know I've, I've, I've been enjoying that. I, I sat Berahino off. I mutually terminated his contract because he just I, kept I'd moaning. Done, and I was like, sod I'd, I'd done the Football Manager thing where I've had a day where I've got no child or my wife is at work i've done it and she's gone you gotta go get the little one like why just look at you what watch oh hell yeah no i uh honestly mate like if i had time like lockdown was dangerous for me with football manager i must have amassed so many hours anyway back into the injuries yeah shay dunkley is a little bit behind uh lewis and dom but he's not too far. He's another who is making significant progress with his rehab. Lee Gregory is making good progress, but he's still feeling his knock a little bit. He won't be back um, this weekend. I think this was just before the Rotherham and match. I think with I think I've heard Lee Gregory might be a little bit more time because it's not going to the way we wanted it. And the people having to go to Shay Dunkley for going away for his birthday. He's a footballer. He's a person. He's allowed to go away for his birthday. Leave him alone. I don't get that. Like. You know, if you're a footballer, you should be able to go out away and do stuff. You still, you are still, you have got more. I will say, you have got more of a responsibility. You have got more yes. of responsibilities and not be an idiot because of the 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 support and the position you just were in look at influence. what's happened last week. 
Let's not, shall we? Right, Josh Windows is with the medical team and doing okay. When his injury happens, you obviously fear the worst and think it might be the end of his season, but thankfully that's not the case. He's got a spring in his step and we're pleased for him, but it'll need a few weeks and then we'll have a look at him. Josh Windas might be one of those players that we drag in towards the last running of the yeah. season now because he is... He's chomping at the bit. He is. He wants... The annoying thing is, though, I just, I'm like, stay fit, man. Because you're so good. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, his injury in that game only happened because so you've landed on him. Yeah. Harley is doing really well, responding really well. We'll assess him next week and see where he's at in terms of his rehab. That reading between the lines, he's not doing really well. If he's if he's not going to give us more on that, you've still got to assess him. Fizz sustained a knock to his ankle. We've put him in a protective boot so he doesn't knock it and set himself back once it's settled down. That will come off hopefully next week and we will see how he is with some weight on it. Fantastic. We think Shadipo, do you remember him? Uh, yeah. He's still weeks away. He's got a longer term injury, but there's a second half of the season still to play. We'll see how it goes. He is on longer term than the others. I mean, he might now, make he a few did, more. He did put an Instagram post up, I think it was Monday, with him on the pitch, uh, a picture of him on the pitch on the balls, and it had underneath loading. So maybe he's a little bit closer. The cool. problem with Depot, we've hardly seen much of him because he got injured in that Huddersfield game. We saw glimpses of him being really good, and then he got injured again. Yeah, no, exactly. And then uh, last on there, Tyrese is also longer term. That's John Jules, if you forgot, we signed a player. Uh, likely to be several weeks. It was a blow to us because I wanted the fans to see him, a real smooth operating technician. Yeah, we might not see him. Several yeah. weeks, it's one of those. It's already mid-Feb. This, I think League One, if I remember rightly, finishes at the end of April rather than the rather than May like the upper leagues. I think the last match is like on the 1st of May or something. That seems right. So not hopeful for him. He also was speaking about Byers, Luongo and Bannon. I think all three of them are complementing each other very well and they're bringing understanding and intensity to the team. For me, it's the cohesion they've brought to each other. They are good players at the moment, individually and collectively. They are on top of their game and it's been really pleasing to see. He's also been talking about Cameron Dawson on loan, um, saying that Basso, who's our goalkeeping coach, I believe. Yes. Yes. Yeah, well, well, has been to Bradford to see him with Exeter. Where He says, we're glad he will have had a full season and he'll definitely have sharpened up his tools for us and the game time has been valuable. And we'll know we'll be getting a goalkeeper who's played 30 or 40 games, which is great for us. He's been performing well. That's number one next year. Yeah, probably. He's been performing well. His games have been getting stronger and he's enjoying it, here, it there. You can see he feels confident and that can only bell well for us. He's still contracted to us. So he should be looking to challenge for the number one spot when he returns. Well, After- technically, you've got Wildmith who's out of contract and you've got the two other young lads. That's it. Yeah. I, th- so I still think we're going to sign it. a keeper. You're right about uh, the last game is the 30th of April. Yeah, I do remember that because I grew up on League One and I was really... I remember once when I was younger because this is, this is the tragedy of being a Wednesday fan. I was like, because I only followed Wednesday. And I think I was talking to my uncle or something. I was like, why are the Premier League still playing? And it was like mid-May or something. It was uh, like, football ends in like end of April, didn't it? And he was like, oh, you you poor child. <laughs> you poor Wednesday <laughs> fan child. 
Ah, <laughs> oh, the pain. Right. Accrington Stanley is next up for Wednesday. Probably, possibly passed by the time you've watched this. Um, mm. But we'll see. Let's go into their stats. So they're on 43 points. Their record is 12-7-12 with, with an average of 1.39 points per game. They're currently 12th in League One. Their home record is nine wins, four draws and four losses. 31 points. They're a home playing side. They're coming to Hillsborough. I believe so. Yes. Yes, I'm streaming it. So, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, why I, I, I don't even need, I was like, I don't, I'm not going because I'm streaming it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Away, I was going to say, I was going to say, I think we've already been there, haven't we? So, yeah, away, yeah, we have. away record, 3 3 8, 12 points. So, they're not great on the road. So, Wednesday, you need to capitalize and bounce back. But the thing that. with Atkins and Danley, they are a very physical team. They will yes, we don't do a... well against physical sides. No. And their last match was a 4-1 four, uh, four, win over Crew, So they're, they're feeling it at the minute. They scored well, 41 crew, goals and they've conceded 47. No offense if you're a Crew fan, but it was Crew. They are like second oh, bottom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Baiting people now, Jake. You just want the hate. Right. <laughs> let's, see, let's see what happens with that. But moving to the community topics. I took a couple on Twitter this week as well. We got two from Twitter and one from Discord. This one's from Niall Crossley. Appreciate he's shown us, shown us absolutely nothing so far, but given our issues up front, is it worth giving Berahino a couple of starts? Now, we talked about this briefly earlier. Y- yeah, it is. Yeah. It Would is. you like to see Berahino and So start together up top? So has been getting a bit of a loving, hasn't he? Yeah. I've, 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 have you seen the stickers that are going around that I people have, have made? Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of nice because he's our player, so it's nice that people are deciding to do. Yeah, might as well get behind your players, but I, I, I don't know, mate. At this rate, I'll try any combination that's going to get us goals. <laughs> we just need to score goals. It can't hurt, Niall. No. It can't hurt to just chuck him up there and see what happens. Because if he can stay on side, one thing I will say is I don't remember who said it, but we've talked about this before about trying to craft the perfect goal is the Berahino player. Mm. He tries to take too many touches. Why did I watch this on the other day? I was watching something that was talking about this and he's a player that tries to craft the perfect goal and I see it. He'll get it in a position and rather than shoot or turn his body and just shoot and hit it, he'll, tell he'll take a touch. He'll try and maneuver it up. so he can 100. Yeah. He's like me on FIFA and I'm like, mate, stop it. Right? I do it on FIFA because FIFA's broken, right? So that's why I need to make sure that I can finesse it into the corner and guarantee yes. that I'm going to score. You can just oof it, and it's a League One goalkeeper that will probably spill it, and then somebody else can pick up the pieces, right? Well, we, ne- we, had, we nearly had that in the Robin game. We hit it, and Patterson went in for it and fell over. Yeah. No, no, that was, it was like when Patterson was on, the, yeah, the, the, the easy, it could have just been an easy layoff as well. That was the chance at Rotherham. That yeah. was painful. Thanks for writing in, Niall. The next one is from Callum Breeze. Says, talk uh, talk about Patterson being the scapegoat train. <laughs> well, that was ironic. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think he's the scapegoat train. He, just, he is on when Twitter. You've got, when you've Be- got a player who plays as many positions as he does, and he's, he came in as a striker, but he's done all sorts. At the minute, I'm at that point, where do you put Patterson? Where do you play him? At the minute, he plays striker because we don't have any strikers that we want to play. He is the new player that everybody is going, why is he in the team? He's terrible. Blah, 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 blah. blah. And he's not. He's a utility player, but I don't see him as a striker personally. But but you also know it'll be the first player that people mention, oh, if we had a Patterson when we lose him. 
It's it's that one that you can fit in anywhere, and it, I I think he's a, he's an asset to a team. He's a good player, and you can fit him in many positions. And would you, you give him a new that. contract? Yeah, end of season. Yeah, I would. Yeah, because he can play. So he is a. There's not many utility players about anymore. We got two in the squad, and with our and Patterson. With our injuries, you just need to stick him anywhere. I do think actually he's he's more effective as a cap. Mm. That's been his. Yeah. That's been where I've most been impressed with him because his first touch, yes, it matters there, but not as much. And his linking up the play has been quite well. Uh, it's been quite quite good in that regard. And also, can we mention that I just love that he he got a personality like celebrating for that goal that he didn't even have a touch on, just because he could. Yeah, I but think. So- I do, th- I do agree though, man. He's become, he has become the scapegoat. We always need one, and because Palmer's playing quite well at the minute, people can't say anything. They still try to say it about Palmer, but um, he's definitely, he's definitely the new one that like, oh, Palmer getting very close to getting past David Hurst as well. I think he's twenty three games he's got to play to get past David Hurst record of appearances. Yeah, he also needs, uh, he needs his testimonial really, doesn't he? Yeah, oh, definitely. Need to actually. I will be very. Out. I will be very annoyed if that player does not get in the testimonial at the end of it. Same, you know, think... he bring it, he bring it, he bringing the band back together. What? How long's he got? Like, is he out of contract to end the season, uh, or has he got another year? He might have another year. I think he got another year, but he definitely, I definitely think he could at a stage of his career now, he could have enough contracts to with Wednesday's position. Even in the championship, I thought Liam Palmer was good last season. He can. He could probably be at Wednesday till he, he wants to pack it in, really. He doesn't need to move. No. Uh, June 30th, 2022, apparently. So that's this year. His contract is up. Ah, yeah. I hope he gets a new one. I think he will. I thought he had an extension. Maybe, I don't know. I we'll thought see. he did. Um, but yeah, he, Callum, he is. Patterson does seem to be the new Twitter scapegoat, but I, as we've said in the past, don't pay too much attention to what... Everything that goes on there because people do like it's to. Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Right, this is from LCSWFC in the Discord. Right, I'm just going to make sure I've not got a hiccup before I read this one. Hang on, because it's a long one and I will hiccup in the middle of it. And now it's not coming. I'm going to hiccup in the middle of it. You ready? <laughs> yep. Been ages since last submitted a topic for consideration. Wanted to suggest the evolution of the football we play through the season. In my opinion, we have really gelled as a unit and our football is a lot better than at the start of the season. We aren't playing kamikaze football at the back. We're creating lots of chances and pressing teams forcing mistakes. We are by means the finished article. We are, I'm assuming, by no means there. Yeah. Uh, The finished article due to injuries, but we've come a long way. Wondered what you guys may think. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Elsie. We will do just that. I agree. We have. It, it, yeah. There has been signs of us clicking and gelling, and the injuries are the only thing that has, has, has stopped us being in the top two. It's the, only thing, it's the only thing that's stopping us from being where we all want to be. Yeah. I think we're a lot better at playing it out from the back. We don't look as suicidal when we do, but it also helps having... Let's just say how good Jordan Story been since he come in. Yeah, he 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 might be twenty four, but he doesn't play like a lad of twenty four. He, he plays, plays like, like a lad a that's recently been a championship centre back, and he has been. You know, he's had yeah. championship games, and he's he's actually he's a bloody good loan for us. You know, and Hutch Hutch and him have actually built quite a good little partnership going, and it's there are times 
still where you see a plate at the back, but it's not as bad when we used to be. It's like, oh, here we go. It's just like it there. It's okay. Yeah, I think the only one I had at, at the weekend was uh, when uh, Bailey Peacock Fowl came flying out of his thing. I was like, you didn't need to do it. No, I've <laughs> um, got the... I've lost the fear of us conceding late now, and that will come back, I'm sure. But I remember at the now start... Now you said it, you're going to be biting yeah, your nails off tonight. The, 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 the first half of the season, though, was like... We're all, we are going to concede. It is going to happen in the last 10 minutes, but we've been more resolute at the back. And it, yes, it will still happen. We will still concede the, the odd disappointment at the end. That will happen. But I am less concerned about it at the minute because it's not happening, happening a lot. Well, was it the Wigan game that uh, cleared twice off the line? Yes. Yeah, it would do, so we're showing, we're putting our bodies on the line a lot more and we're, the, the none of this fanciness when we got the ball at the back, we're actually just going, just hoof it out. It's anywhere. almost as if when you've matter. got defenders that come in and defend and you're not just playing fullbacks at centre-back because you've got no centre-backs. When you've got centre-backs, they can do their job at centre-back, almost. Funny that, isn't it? Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. And with that, we- that's all I've got this week, If unless you've got anything to add, mate. I'd just say, can we get some strikers? Yeah. do the same now, like putting it in the back of the net. It would be fantastic, wouldn't it? It would be great. To, to, to have a classic me, the balls are going in. <sighs> but they they're not. In. Hang on, we, we should have another match to talk about, actually, before the next Talking Wednesday. Oh, it's Donny at the weekend, isn't it? Yep. Let's just have a quick look at their stats so we can do that, because we will uh, be talking about that one. They got a very good win the other day. Through a penalty and a red card, Lincoln City. Mm. That one you're on about. Yep, but it's still a win. They need them. Still going down. I'm joking. Yeah, I'm, to be fair, I, I, I don't see Dapp- how I don't see how they can. I spoke to Dapper and Dapper too. I said we need a miracle. <laughs> well, yeah, because they just they keep they're, inc- they're inconsistent. Yeah, their past few results of yeah they've probably been their best run of the season, and it's. Three loss, it's it's loss, win, loss, loss, win. You know, yeah. that's still not great form. However, they beat Sunderland. Yeah. Yeah, they're on 25 points. They've got, they've got, and they've got an extra game, they've got an extra game played than all the relegation rivals around them. They've got 33, the rest have got 32. And they're five points off safety with that. That's risky. Yeah. They can, do they, it, can obviously do it. they can obviously do it and they'll probably beat us at the weekend because Wednesday do that slump, don't they? We have that slump. Let's try and not have that slump. But yeah. And also, stand- you look at the teams we've got coming up, they're all around that bottom bit and we don't normally do well when the team's down the bottom. No, especially when they're in, they're in 23rd, aren't they? So they've yes. got tw- 25 points. Their record is 7-4. So seven wins, four draws, 22 losses. Jesus Christ. It's not great, is it? Their away record is 10 points. Their home record is slightly better with 15 points, and we're playing them at Donny, so... Who scheduled this match? It's at 3pm. It's only Donny, though, isn't it? It's not a rival. Do people see that one as a rivalry as well? It's not It's not a rival, but it'll just... Yeah. People do sometimes see it as a rival. I think a lot of them just see, oh, it's South Yorkshire, it's a rival. It's just easier to get to, that's all. Uh <laughs> They've scored 23 goals this season. Yeah. 0.7 a game. They've conceded 63 goals this season. Minus the nice 40. Thing is, they're worth it. 
uh, defending set pieces than we are. They concede like the most. I don't think that's possible. Don't lie, Jake. Their uh, their best goal scorer is a midfielder slash defender called Tommy Rowe, who's got four goals for them, and they're, they're all from captain. And they're all from penalties. I think I'm not sure. Actually, no, no, they're not. I'm lying. The non-penalty goals. Sorry, I was reading the wrong column. So yeah, their captain, four goals. Their actual striker is Kuku. Is it? Is he the? You 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 speak to Dapper a lot. He's got one goal for him. Yeah, they've got high. Uh, they've got Jordy Highwaller, the the old FIFA potential kid. He's got one goal. He's been injured. They've got, yeah, all their goals are coming from the defense. They've got th- three. That's ironic. That's ironic. Well, all the goals are coming from defense, and all the goals are conceding coming from defense. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Dudu has got three goals. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's got three goals. So, yeah. They're going to beat us 3-0, aren't they? It's going to happen. But yeah, uh, that's all I've got for this episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. Anything final, final to add, Jake, this week? No, just have a good one and stay warm because it's blowing a gale out there. It is indeed. It is indeed. And I'm all I'm off all about for for the next couple of weeks. So we will... Uh, You're gallivanting. I'm gallivanting. I've got a lot of things to do. But yeah, he's driving. I feel like, the, I feel like my car's going to blow over at the minute, driving like... <laughs> I'm doing a lot of motorway and over bridges. It's always like, okay, there's a storm. Right. <laughs> let's uh, let's call that one an episode. And uh, we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. See ya. <laughs>